Hello everybody and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible nasty video game ideas from all over the internet. Really I'm your host, AJ Hart. Time. Dude, excellent. That was a solid 3.5 seconds. I'm wicked proud of you. Um, Thank you. you Thank I, you. I, I'm happy our tune-ups and all of the adjustments that we've made to your inner engine have been going super well. Hello everybody, my name is Blake Rea and welcome to Spiritual Successor. As my co-host said, I'm not going to redo his intro because it was fucking top quality. Um, we are here to take your lovely video game ideas and turn them into the shitty, wonderful, bad, awesome, maybe warms your heart a little bit, video game ideas and turn... And man, I fucked all of this up. Man. You fucked all of that up, yeah. but I did it so good you and so precise so, because I'm so running good. on new tech. I'm Surgical. running on new hardware. Oh, that new hardware. I mean, hardware. I'm not running on new tech and new hardware right now, oh. but I will be... Probably next week. AJ, when get, we're AJ gets a 3070 and he thinks he's better than everybody. Uh, and that's I because it. I am, first of all. And second <laughs> of all, I'm just like, my mind, I'm putting my mind in the space of having a 3070 and a one terabyte uh, SSD. Uh, uh, and I'm in a different world. What, I'm. What, it's so what's good. The, over wait, what's, here what's the first future. game you're going to boot up on your brand new computer? Just Stealth Bastard? Or what's like the least, like, hardware heavy game that i can think of do you want the real answer of what game i'm probably going to fire up immediately when i have my new 3070 computer loop hero <laughs> fuck you yes it's going to be loop hero <laughs> hey everybody you want to see my you want to see aj's new stream actually aj that'd be so cool to, i would i would watch you play loop hero streams because that's loop a game hero is such a good stream game I, I, oh, oh how's it going i guess that's a good place to announce it. i'm going to be getting into streams when i have my new computer oh sweet all right you heard it here now aj aj has been holding off telling everybody because he's he doesn't want to get people's hopes up you know just in case everything goes wrong but now aj you've signed a a contract with the audience that that is something they should expect next week because you did tell me personally i didn't say next week i said i'll no. be getting into it roll sometime back, soon roll back the i can't tape. have roll that back, already roll back in one tape. week all right the, it looks the tape it looks like the tape was corrupted and we did lose that section of the audio but aj i'm so excited for I, you you're gonna be doing streaming that's awesome I'm going to be running on 18 gigaflops. I don't know what that means yet. I don't know if it's real. Is gigaflops a real word? Is that probably? I heard the word teraflop yeah, being I don't know. thrown is around gig- in the I mean, if- in the arms race for the new console, and I still don't know what that means. Uh, it it means- sounds like a cool dance move, and also like an anime villain. <laughs> gigaflop. <laughs> that does sound terror like flop. No, wait, terror g- flop. G- no, specifically ter- terror sounds flop, like a Digimon then, villain. And then Gigaflop is their sidekick, but it's like a no. That's the new villain for um. Oh God, what's that? Will what's that? Uh, J- uh the Will Smith's kid anime? Uh, Neo Yokio. Neo Yokio. Yokio will get another. V- <laughs> season even though it deserves it it's one of the best animes out there please everybody go watch neo yokio that is such a weird thing to hear like every time i i I remember when neo yokio came out everybody mutually agreed it was shit because it was something it was like netflix was starting to get into anime and they had no history of it and they just released neo yokio and i remember everybody collectively saying it was shitty and then I turn around and I go, I don't know, I go read something and then I turn back and then everybody's like, Neo Yokio is postmodern anime. And I'm like, you know what, what it f- is, is you probably started paying attention to better people with better opinions on the this internet. This was you. The I wasn't going to that- blast you. This was you saying Neo Yokio sucked. And then you, I turn around, I turn back and you're like, Neo Yokio is one of the most quotable anime of all time. And I'm like, um, I also got better taste and better influences <laughs> in my life. And you grew, I watched you grew it. as a person. I stopped recycling the same dog shit 
vocal echoing of the internet. And I said, let's see what this is. And me and my dear friend watched it in a basement, and it was incredible. Watch it. That's the. That, I feel like that's the the place to watch Neo Yokio in a basement. Well, you know what? Talking about anime More importantly, is, with a yeah, friend. With a friend. Was this Andrew? I feel like this is like. Yeah, it was Andrew. Yeah. Me and Andrew do this thing where whenever him and I are in the same state, we will find something and binge just, watch just it to, together. Just to hang out. In it's a basement. such a good experience. <laughs> well, talking about anime is not what we do. Um, we design wonderfully bad, awful video games that should not be made. AJ, do you want to give the first submission, or do you want me to give the first submission? I'll give the first submission. All right, fine. Fuck you. I'm sorry. That was heated. Like, if you wanted I, it, was, you shouldn't have offered no, it. That no, no heated, that was heated. That was heated. I'm sorry. I'm still I'm still writing the negative energy. AJ and I did a Let's Play this morning, and I'm still like, I'm still wired because I had a really bad time doing it. Not because the Let's Play was bad. It's just that it was because it was hard. It was really hard. It was so difficult. It was such a difficult Mario level out of nowhere. I will say I did take a nap immediately after you and I like got off the phone because I was just so distraught and sweaty. And I just <laughs> and I just was like, yeah, have you ever been that mad where you're just like, I need to go to sleep no you've never been oh man no like so one thing that happens when i get when i get mad i don't think you've seen me i think you've seen me like legitimately horribly mad a couple of times in our friendship i've never seen you walking mad or sleeping yeah but like when i get really frustrated and really like over (laughs) overheated i just get really sleepy and i think that's just my body going into like going into rest mode I'm like, motherfucker hey. gets, goes through burnout. You know, like how phones turn themselves off when they're like, then they got too hot in your pocket. Like that's what happens to me. <laughs> I just like, I'm just, I just so irritated right now. I could just. Sleep. So when I'm, when I'm really angry, I drink juice. Like I will like that's be like, right. I'm you really upset you now. I need juice. to go get juice. And I will like go to a store and purchase a bottle of juice and then come home and chug it. In fact, this that's morning when we experienced legit, yeah, the Mario I, thing, I, once I, we were done recording, I went over and grabbed some juice you because, did. yeah, I also was so upset. It was so – I will be real. That is pretty adorable. That's like that's like the most wholesome thing because I just – I could just picture both little you, like little like five-year-old, six-year-old AJ and 26-year-old AJ both being like in a huff and mad and then you just like – your face just changes – to this just rich happiness after just taking a wee sip of orange of OJ. And I think that's you know just, what? It's not even so orange adorable. juice that will do it. It's it's like the weird smoothie juices that really fucking what? change my whole smoothie attitude. Juice? Yeah. You mean like if you naked get like one of those like V yeah, well, naked, yes. Um those V8 like orange Ugh. citrus smoothie explosion Ugh. things. Ugh. You put a glass of that in front of me when I'm having my worst of days and I will be all chip and cheery again. God damn, that's that's a good thing to know. I'll remember I'll remember that next time you're in a little heated mode. Like you're not you when you're not drinking juice, AJ. I'm not me when I'm not drinking juice. That's <laughs> I, I'm always saying this. <laughs> all right, give me a give me a submission. Let's talk video games. You sure? You can have it. Right. You seemed really upset that you gave I was it to doing me. it. You gave it to me. You gave it to me. This one comes to us on Twitter from Caleb Martin, <laughs> parentheses, Taylor version, at Is This Atheus, a game where you can use in-game currency to change the rules and mechanics of the game. First, I want to figure out how do you make money and what are the things that you spend on on the money can we make some sort of like i the first thing that comes to mind for me is that this is some sort of video game that has different houses or different factions all alike everybody's always discussing oh what house are you in in uh game of thrones or oh what what uh i forget is it also houses in harry potter i don't know 
like it's Slytherin Harry. You, you're just saying like like a multitude of faction it, options. Yes, is there there's a faction the stink option? Butts, there's the fart heads. There's the cool guys, and there's the dope dogs. The dope dog. The dope dog. <laughs> it's like that's like the off-brand action figure version of the Diamond Dogs from Metal Gear Solid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering. Okay, is there some way? that you can pick the house or faction that you are in and you are then trying to invest back within your house and whoever, what house has control kind of can vote and dictate what mechanics are at play in that game during that month. You know what I mean? Like, what if this was a seasonal thing where your faction actually... who? Imagine. Okay, I see what yeah. you mean. Okay, so let, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach into something that I have as a touchstone, and this is the Lost Planet Two multiplayer. How's it going? I have the opportunity to talk about Lost Planet you're Two. You're old. You're old. So Lost Planet Two had a faction based <laughs> multiplayer. So huh. um, there were like you had character design or like character customization, but every time you customized your character, you were customizing it based on the faction characters. There mm-hmm. were like the sand pirate characters. Sweet. Namek characters, name. and I forget what the pirates were called. Maybe they're just called pirates. Sand pirates. Well, there is there were sand pirates, <laughs> and then there were snow pirates, and they are different because the sand pirates hang out in the desert, and the snow pirates need, have like all this cool like all sci-fi right. tanks on them because they need to be running thermal energy through their suit to keep them warm. Yeah, I and do think that's pretty too bang. That's still pretty cool. But it's pretty cool. But what happened was every week you chose what faction you wanted to play as and uh-huh. then that meant that you got to use that customized character in multiplayer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but every week they the like more whoever whatever faction was winning more points had a bigger pie chart in the multiplayer section mm-hmm. um i picked up this game like five years after it had already passed like the social consciousness so i never i don't know if they had any rewards for the winning factions but oh, you're you're okay. imagining something like this, yeah, right? Like I'm trying it is to... a multiplayer game, and then whichever faction seems to be kicking the most butt gets to decide the rules, such as rockets give yeah, double ammo. Or it's like, I'm trying to think, you're right. I think that you're onto something there, where it's like every week it, it calculates, okay, who is the faction with the most amount of like in-game currency collectively? And, oh, wait, no, that's the stink of it. That's the stink of it. So... You, whoever has the most in-game currency co- collectively, whatever faction, is the one that can then spend their money at the end of the week. But where the strategy comes in, you can spend that whole faction can blow the bulk of its money for custom rules, custom changes to the game. But that money then puts them at a lower advantage at the start of the next week. So ah, uh, uh, so they may not be able to continue adding rules. Yeah. Next so week. it's like this constant thing of like a. Imagine, like, I, I'm try- I guess I'm trying to figure out what is this, is this like an open world thing all uh like Sunset Overdrive, where it's just like a world where there's just a bunch of people, it's a mad world, there's ways to collect money. Um, that's one thing we should discuss. How do we, how do we make in-game currency in this? Uh, this is this a great universe? question. Can I propose to you another game submission to attack on this? Oh, yes, I'm very much down for that. I love hybrids. This comes from the Nano Chameleon is 13 and a half millimeters long at mm-hmm. Chameleon Foots. Mm-hmm. I think that's another chameleon fact. Thanks. <laughs> 
A game with ever-changing, procedurally generated rules. For example, every time you get hit, a frog spawns. Or every time you hit a checkpoint, your screen gets more pixelated. Oh, God. So So what if this was match-based rules? It, uh-huh. isn't, it isn't like big multiplayer over the course of the week. The game spawns in and it puts in five players from each of five different factions. And the rules are immediately scrambled. And maybe the rule of this game is every time you shoot a gun, you get a dollar. Or maybe it's every time you get hit, you get a dollar. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to know what the trigger is to make money until somebody makes a rule that this is how you make money. Oh, so like, and the person that makes that rule can basically gets a head start on it. And then, yeah, because they they know how oh, to make money. They have the better strat. Because I can be oh, like, no, 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 I raised enough money, Blake. Don't tell the don't tell anybody else. You know what's gonna get fat stacks? Uh-huh. Blowing up cars. Yeah, no, you, okay, so you're onto something there. So it's like it, this is an open world game, or or maybe I'm imagining so. you mentioned um, Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. which is such a good touchstone. Because what if you had 25 people in sunset overdrive in a big pvp match Mm -hmm. that rules and oh but you know it'd be kind of cool what if this is like we take like the conan exiles route where it's like every server is permanent um where it's like you you i think i want it to be match based no 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 no, no, we get more options of like it, it resets every week it's like you get assigned to a new server every single week so it's like hey you can build up imagine I, have you ever played Civilization Online? Um, no, and I haven't played Conan Exiles either. Can okay. you sell me on both of these? Okay, so Civilization, the thing that the massive appeal that I, I don't play Civilization, but my uncle loves playing. Awesome. What about and, Conan Exiles? No, 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 Did no, you no, play st- that one? Stick with me. I, I can get it's Everybody fucking <laughs> okay. knows Civilization. Like, re- let's be real. Okay, so Civilization. Um, I have a confession to make to you, Blake. You are literally in a Discord with people that play Civilization on the reg while we're on a <laughs> phone call. Do you not play. listen? No, but do you not listen to them? Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. They're t- Usually, they're I have talking like, no about idea. Civilization. They'll be like, oh no, Gandhi's invading me. And I have no idea what the, like, they, how that happened to but them. It, but you get it. It's in the name. You control a civilization and then you build up their resources through time. Like, it. All right, all right. So whatever. So okay, okay, okay. Let me let me get back to my my point I was making. Civilization okay. is a game that takes a long amount of time. You know that, right? Yes, I know okay. that much. So when people play online with people that they don't know, you there is this feeling of developing a relationship with them because you are spending such an exorbitant amount of time with them. And okay, so what if? All a Conan, and, and to explain Conan Exiles, the way that game works is when you log into the game, you are permanently tied to a server. So the people you see on the server are the only people you're ever going to see on that server. I think until like a new person, like until their account gets deleted or they get assigned to, you know, a new person. So, and I believe that is to achieve this exact thing I'm going for is um, you then develop actual relationships with the people that are in your sphere. So imagine 
you are assigned to this Sunset Overdrive style, stylized punk rock city, and for a week you're stuck in that server. What rel- okay. what enemies are you going to build? What friendships are you going to build over that week? Who do you have to say goodbye to by the end of the week? Who are you going to get revenge on by the end of that week? Who are you going to get trapped yeah. in a foxhole Who? with who's on the enemy side? And the two of you are stuck in voice chat for the next yes. three days just learning about each other. And yes. Finding out that you ain't so yes. different, you and them. But can we – okay. But now here's where the spice comes in. Here's where the beautiful fucking suck spice comes in. What if the things that you purchase or the things that you are able to purchase can affect that player R.I.L.? So what I'm thinking is, is, okay, you have you (laughs) I'm going to admit to something really bad here. Um, I used to be a chivalry troll. I used to be pretty damn good at chivalry. I used to play it like (laughs) I used to play it like every day with my buddy Chase. Okay, And there was this one kid. I feel so bad about this. There's this one kid. <laughs> there's this one kid that I, I'm assuming they're a kid. I don't. I don't know. Um, that they logged. Hey, into, Blake. Yeah. Just benefit of the doubt. You should always assume that any stranger on the internet is 13 years old. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> so this kid logs. So this 13 year old kid logs into the server I'm on, and just for some reason, I'm like, I don't like them. I don't like them. So. <laughs> so you started cyberbullying. So I can't. You, the, chivalry has this mechanic where you can just uh, just vote to veto somebody out of middle of the match. Be like, hey, I don't like this player. Can we get them the fuck out of here? And so <laughs> what I would do is I would spawn it. And I would like keep clicking until like the rest of my team agreed with me to kick this kid out. And then well, the fucking craziness of it, the craziness of it, and this is going to come back into what I what I want to do for this game. That guy, that kid fucking tracked me down in a completely different server and like hunted me specifically. So they kept voting <laughs> like a they, samurai they, movie. Yeah, they did. They, 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 I was the person that what they wanted revenge on, rightfully so, because that was a piece of shit move. So what they did was they logged in and like messaged the group chat saying, "Hey, this guy did this thing to me, and I want to veto him." And everybody's like, "No, we don't want to veto him. He's on our team and doing a pretty good job." So <laughs> they they let me stay. So the kid swapped to the opposing team, and all they did that match was hunt me down and i gotta say <laughs> absolutely fun and hilarious because man it, i was 14 and it was fun you were super off. good at this game and they would all come at you and you would kill them all yourself because you're super good at chivalry i honestly don't remember i i don't think it went anywhere after that but hey blake this is the internet you can lie and say you were good at video games <laughs> so what if we can do this thing where we have this game where you are in an open world and you are developing these relationships with people over the course of a week. And there's going to be trolls. There's going to be 14-year-old Blakes out there that are going to be just absolute shits. So, yeah, there's going to be people that are like, he, he, if you shoot your if, friends, you you get lives back and then you shoot your friend and they die and they don't respond. Well, no, how about this? What if we get really crazy with it? So it's like... I want to change out all the assets that this one player has. You know, like, I want to change out the sound assets. Um, 
you know, when they're going through the game and they're firing their gun or they're using their weapon, well, it's a sound asset I uploaded. And it's just of me saying something to them specifically. So every time they want to attack something and play the game and collect money, they got to hear my dumb voice, my dumb nasally okay. voice okay. in their this gun. this is excellent. Yes. Okay, here, let me let me add on to this. Okay, yes, go. and yes. not only is it... Here's what I want to avoid is I don't want us to create another video game where we are stealing from people's uh, computers. No, I am we don't obsessed need to with the idea of a video game where we are only able to add rules. Yes. You are not able to take anything away. Yes. And so this idea that you can pay the in-game currency, you get a hundred dollars, and instead of creating a convenient rule like when I'm near friends, I gain health, you create a rule that's every time single You're... player shoots a gun, they hear me go. Fart noise every single time they shoot a gun, and that's what I've chosen to spend my in-game money. Yes, yes, yes. But it's only it's only additive rules. You can only stack rules on top of each other. You cannot remove any laws. Uh huh. uh -huh. Okay. 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 I okay. Okay. Yes, I like this where it just gets it just gets more and more complicated. So the whole point. So basically, you start the game. As you start the week as like the game is fully playable and fully like just your own. But as the game goes on, well, it's randomly generated because I think that I want to keep in this idea of like you were mentioning the idea of like rivalries and trust mm -hmm. coming. Uh -huh. Imagine the trust that can be built between two factions if you and I were to set up one of the rules and then we told one of the other factions like, hey, I don't know if you've seen the rule board lately, but um. If you can catch a frog, you get so much money. Just a little tip between you Let and me. me. Okay, but here's how do you build trust in a game? And how but also how do you break how do you how do you make that tr that pain all the more palpable when that trust is broken or upheld or okay, whatever, right? Okay. Three things. One, the rules You have the to pay to communicate are not to viewable by the players. No. You can only communicate rules to each other when you've discovered a rule. No, what I'm thinking is... I can is, set a rule, but uh -huh. I can't see that. Nobody can see that I set it so that if you catch a frog, you can add an audio clip. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, well, no. You have to trust me when I tell you this. No, what I'm thinking is, is okay, because what I'm trying to think is, is like when people log into um this server or something like that, maybe you can't see what faction they're a part of. So maybe you have to pay to buy a scanner or something to see what their role is and see if you want to trust them. But also, okay. what if you end up having to use the in-game currency to send messages or communicate with other people? And the reason I want to do something like that is, say you set, you spend a thousand... Oh, we're also going to call our in-game money sucks um, instead of bucks. So, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, sucks. A, a, th a thousand sucks. Um, you send that out. And that's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot of sucks. And you send this message that reveals a role of how to uh, uh, reveals a new rule that you have generated or paid for to help somebody you think is on your team to help them grind. But it, as it turns out, maybe what if they just use that information and become like some sort of black market info person? What if people are selling information to other players or like it's this game of like, OK, you have to invest in you have to invest in trust. It's like it, it actually adds a palpable weight to communicating something yeah. to somebody. In we are creating a world where info brokering is a possibility yes. for some players. Yes, 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 yes. And what I'm projecting is, is like, okay, the week starts, the server is fresh. Um, however that looks is however that looks. We can talk about it later. 
Um, and as the week I goes think on, using new... Sunset Overdrive as our backboard or, or like as our skeleton is a good way to digest what this game looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what would be kind of cool, actually? What if what if we take some sort of Groundhog Day route with this? Uh, not in the sense of like everything is repeatable, but do you know like um, uh, Majora's Mask? Great example. Great example. So Majora's Mask, the premise for that, for those that don't know, is that you have three days to solve the big major- mi- big mystery of Majora's Mask before a moon hits this town and kills the world. But right as the moon is starting to descend, you can play the Song of Time and rewind the clock three days. So the setup for this game is, is that on the seventh day, this world basically ends and it re-scrambles itself. So, but you go back with all of your memories. You go back with all of Can your Can I propose to you something else? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm all ears, man. What if the game doesn't reset until the win condition is met? Oh, so it's just mad crazy until, like, until something... Rules will continue to be added and layered on until a player discovers what the win condition is. And then one faction can start racing oh. towards the win condition. Oh, and that's discovered over clues. Like, that's why you're exploring the world. It's like you have to. That, figure- that's why you're exploring the world. That's why you're constantly trying to add new rules. Is because, uh-huh. like, uh, again, you can't you can't do any rules that are. Um, what's wait, the word I'm looking? Wait, for? AJ, I have the fuck. I have it. I have contradictory. It. I have 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 it. This is how we get people fucking locked into our game, and they are slaves to it. Our dailies are, you know, like how um, in like Destiny 2, there are dailies that you have to do to increase your light level. That way you can participate in raids and up to to shit. So what if our dailies were unlocking new clues that basically make the win condition on the seventh day happen? But we take like from Hunt Showdown, which kind of has a similar system to this. The places where the clues are, are points where PvP shit goes down. Because there's only so many instances of, like, a say a clue. So, like... Yeah, and you want to be the team that gets a hold of the clue. Yes, you want to be the team that gets a hold of a clue. That way, on the sixth day, you and hopefully by then, you'll find out who who everybody on the server, you know, through, like, you purchase, like, a scanner that shows, okay, what is your actual role? Like, who are you? And this is where... New new rule. Anytime anybody jumps, you get to see... So long as you're in the air, you can see what team people are Or a new rule that you can turn on that people might know about is anytime anybody uses a scanner, it's going to show them a different... It's going to show them a different role. So maybe there's there's a week where nobody knows who the fuck is on their team, and it's just chaos. And then that... But but say that doesn't happen, or whatever. And you get to the end of the week, and you uh, now have to get to together with the people that you trust and discuss all these clues that dictate the win condition it's like okay on sunday on sunday afternoon that we have to go to the docks and there's going to be something that is going to there's going to be a submarine that floats up from the water and we got to go in there do an encounter get some sort of code and then bam as soon as we unlock that a vault on the other side of the map in the meadows or in the mountains opens that we can go in there and do an encounter and then and barty, as you barty, get barty, close barty. to this, you can add rules such as submarine is always up. Oh. And now it doesn't have to be on Sunday that you go there. You added the rule that the submarine's always active. But how would you how would you know whenever you want? How would you how would you know that before the before you combine the clues though? 
that's the thing. Th- that's exactly it. Is you would have gotten the clues that say, oh, go to submarine on Sunday. Oh. But then you, the player, get, can say, okay, well, it's not Sunday now. And I know that I want to get a jump on this before the other team. Oh. My team is going to add the rule. Submarine is always up. Oh, and you know what would be kind of crazy, too? Is like, okay, so you, you're on to something here. So let's pick let, what does a clue look like it is one sentence out of a six sentence instruction manual so there are six steps to doing the win condition of you having to do these encounters but say you find clue the number uh, you find on the first day of the new week you find the clue you you find the clue that you have to do in the fourth position of this of this thing you can go there and do that encounter ahead of time if you want to it just won't tri- you won't that way you can practice it, you can grind it. But here's the thing, if people can't start to realize, oh, there's a lot of people going to the vault right now, that has to be one of the encounters. But they're not they're not gonna know what number it's in or like what number. Okay, so they you're proposing that like in Hunt Sho- Hunt Showdown where there's a bunch of different enemies that spawn, the win- like a possible win condition for this game would be that you have to go around the map and kill six different bosses. And if yeah, you're the team that kills like, all six of those bosses in time, you're going to be the team that wins. Yes, and that's where you get a bunch of dosh. Um, you know, one thing we should talk about, what is, like, the game from server to server? You know, like, what happens between, like, is there, is it just that that team affects the narrative overall? Like, maybe, maybe that's kind of... You know, that is something I Wait, wish... Wait, what do you mean? Like, what's the narrative of this game? Well, yeah, no, how about this? Of course, if if a video game did this in real life, I would lose my fucking mind. Imagine if, like, depending on who wins um, out of what week, that affects the actual, like, narrative being told by the dev team. So it's like, hey, this month, blue team won every single week. So what was one of the teams? You said Stinky Butts or something? <laughs> Uh, I I remember Dope Dogs because I was proud of that one. So say the Dope Dogs won three out of the four weeks this month. Or say Dope Dogs won the season, which is like, what, three, four months is is a usual season? Yeah. Uh, So say they won the season, that's going to dictate the narrative, and that's who we write into the narrative for the next season. It's like, hey, Dope Dogs, they uncovered these secrets during the last season. Oh, that'd be kind of a fun way to to keep the game moving forward. Yeah, and it it would make people feel like like um, their actions and their contributions are... um, contributing to the story in a way like unlike Destiny, yeah. you know like destiny's thing is like oh yeah you guys are contributing to the story you're the guardians and be like well i mean things are kind of happening outside us <laughs> yeah De- Destiny's weird because like not to go into like not to become a video game podcast really quick but destiny's in a weird <laughs> space where like more recently the idea of your single guardian being the guardian that's doing everything feels more important mm-hmm. but for years destiny really towed this line of like Shax didn't know who I, AJ Hart, the gamer, was. Yeah. Like, whenever Shax or, well, Shax might know who I am, but Zavala, like, Zavala didn't know who my guardian was. I was just a dude in a helmet to Zavala. (laughs) But then over these last couple of years, it's been a little bit more like, oh, no, 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 no. The guy that was best friends with Cade and that killed Oryx and that started using the darkness. And is stopping the the fallen, the elixir, my bad. Like that, <laughs> hey, using, that has using all been one right there on the single podcast, character. Huh? I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like over the last couple of years, that's been like the only like mm. your character is the one that's done that. And I feel like for a long time Destiny did a good job of just like gesturing like eh, Guardians did mm. it. 
I mean, someone. I I I do like that. It's basically put that on you. Um, I disagree. I personally liked it a little bit more when it was ephemeral because it mm-hmm. made the world feel and the universe feel really big. Okay, that's fair. Like there are things beyond just your actions. Uh, well, that yeah. I mean, it's kind of fallen into that because like. You know, okay, I, I don't want to deter from this too much, but, like, the one time that happened in the Destiny world what really bothered me is that we were the one to pull the trigger in the you-know-what scene, um, where that one guy, uh, you know, uh, he's become yeah. our he's become our buddy now, but, you know, the thing with the thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Vague. That, I mean, hey, bud, you kind of have to spoil that because that whole thing is leaving Destiny in a month. That's true. Um, there's a character that you kill that becomes basically your your buddy later on. Um, but he's, he's like little but brother. He's, but he's like reborn and doesn't have any memories of all the previous shit he did. It's a really cool story. It's really really cool. But I felt really weird about that because this game up to this point was like putting. I could be the char- the hero that I wanted to be. I can be I was this like opinionless, faceless sort of this imprint. Yeah, you like, were this a member of the guard. Yeah, this character, but then it then it made me the one to pull the trigger and it'd be like, wow, that should have been supported by a character with their own opinions, their own vendettas, their own goals, not faceless hero that I've imprinted myself on. Then yeah, it feels because like a now it changes. It changes the entire relation that your guardian will have with Crow because mm-hmm. your guardian is the one that did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so um, because we make games that suck, do we want to do that? <laughs> yeah, let's put a pin in this video game. I've got two working titles for it, and we'll probably come back around to this. Do you have a video game idea for me? I, I mean, I gave you the last video game idea, but then you combined it into a. But new then thing. I combined it with another video game. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, idea. I can okay, give you. Then let me take around for. I can, I can give you game another idea. game submission if you want. No, no, no. I got this. This one comes from Reddit user Squid Pope. What's up? Squid Pope, I haven't heard from you in so long. It's been so it's so good to hear from you. A game that recreates the sinking feeling in my stomach that I get whenever I overwater my succulents. I'd have to watch them die slowly knowing that it was my hand that killed them. Oh god. Oh god. Here's the thing. Um, I think that horror you... games are really bad right now and let me explain why. Okay. Video right. games do a horrible job of expressing any sort of horror that is not jump scares. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get me wrong. I love Five Nights at Freddy's for a long time. Like the first three Five Nights at Freddy's games are very good Let's Play games, mm-hmm. but that's because they are horror games that were built for Let's Players. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for all of your work, Let's Players. I'm done with horror games made for you. I want a horror game that forces me to be uncomfortable and stressed out for like 40 minutes. So I want a horror video game mm-hmm. that is horror in the way that um ah uh, oh what's the name? What's the name where the with the Swedish people that are all fucked up. Are you and you watch a woman have a terrible time for two hours. A terrible time for two hours. Are uh, are you talking about Midsommar? Yeah, Midsommar. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay. So what you're talking about is you don't want to do horror. You want to do terror. Like eerie terror. Yes. So, I want a video game that makes me dread the thing oh. that I'm about to do. or And dread the things that I'm having to do. So, Not because, like, I'm frightful of it. Well, I am frightful of it. But, like, it has to be done. Or it kind of has to be done. No, I don't necessarily want it to be one of those things of like, isn't it fucked up that you have to do this? Because that's a little bit played out with like prestige horror in video games, right? Like that's the whole thing about like Last of Us 2. I want a video game that just makes me uncomfortable. Well, okay. 
Okay, so we're on... Okay, you're, I really like this idea, and I do want to entertain it, and I really want to figure it out, but I do want to lay out the challenges of doing an idea like this. One, if this is a game where we know that overwatering this plant will kill it, then it's just going to make you water the plant better. I think terror only happens when we are watching something that is out of our control. And because you're seeing something that you can't do anything about. That's why I think Midsommar is so um, effective because we are watching something we do not understand. It is a different culture. Mm -hmm. It is a different thing where through our Western eyes, we think like, and and I think the movie does a great scene of that where it's like they call out the main actress where it's like, hey, that guy, we know you just saw that guy's head get bludgeoned, um, but he wanted that. Like, he just jumped off, He he he's dead, but that's part of our culture. Who the fuck are you to come in and say that's our culture? So, it like, that's where terror comes in, because it's like, um, I don't understand, so I'm not in control. I can't pass my own judgment or my own understanding on this. I just have to watch it happen. So, how do you I take something complicated like that and apply it to watering plants? Is I that- have the exact feeling that I want. Okay, go ahead. And it's the feeling that Squid Pope is going through. Squid Pope's not a chuckle fuck. Squid Pope's super smart and knows what they're doing at all times. <laughs> of course they do. They listen to this podcast, so we know that they're incredibly talented and smart. Okay. Squid okay. Pope knows how to water a goddamn succulent. We all know how to water a goddamn succulent. Blake Rea, you and I this morning, when we were playing Mario, uh-huh. when we experienced our heated gamer moment, yeah, you and I went through this level the first time. And essentially the way that this level works is we have a cannon strapped to our head in Mario, and we have to shoot it at a box. Shoot the cannon they at a box. They kept yelling at you to and don't look at me because you kept fucking killing me. Anytime yeah, you yeah, looked yeah, yeah, yeah. look into wanna, me look, with your, the, my, the part, into my, your best friend's eyes, you killed him. You fuck. All right, I'm that's not, not I'm the not part that I want to focus it. in on. <laughs> okay. I want to focus in on the part where we went through it the first time and we did it so good and so right. Every time I looked uh-huh. at one of the boxes, I was able to shoot the gun at the box and we were able to move on to the next zone. Mm-hmm. However, you and I failed that run. And then we had to start the run over a second time. And when we did it the second time, I would stand as close as humanly possible to that box, but my cannon no longer reached it. I knew what I was doing. I knew what was supposed to happen, but the game wasn't working right. Squid Pope knows how to water a plant, and they're watering the plant perfectly, but the damn thing keeps on drowning. Why? Oh. We're doing everything we're supposed to be doing right. Oh. That's the terror I want. I want the fear of I'm doing it right. It is the video game's fault, actually. That's frustration, not terror, though. That's not the sinking feeling. Because I didn't feel the sinking feeling... Because, like, there was always that I thing. I felt the sinking feeling because I'm better than this. I know how to make the cannon work. Well, I did it before. But I think the moment you put it within the framework of a thing that you can just restart if it's not working, a la any electronic, it kind of loses that same tension. Can I, can I, tr- can I pitch you on an idea that I, I, I think can play into those control themes? So okay. what if we lie to the audience? What if we lie that's to my our favorite player. thing to do i love lying one thing i see a lot of uh it, of video games as of late is that they want to go into a game because they want to escape the humdrum of day-to-day life and the obvious social pressures that come with that so uh-huh. we release a game that's all about gardening you have this succulent the game starts with your mother your sweet your sweet mama just giving you this succulent and they say hey take care of this because I want to plant it in my garden with you at the end of this summer um, 
or I want to plant this tree that you're that you're watering at the end of the summer. So you have an immediate goal from the get go. So you go through a run of the game and it's just you taking care of this little tree. You have to trim off the little leaves. Maybe there's some mini games. You have to take the bugs on, take the bugs off. You have to spritz it. You have to see its water level. But what if this game slowly becomes a thing where there are other things that are presented in the apartment that take your attention away from this plant. And you think, oh, now it's a life simulator. That's kind of fun. I get to open this box and put up, you know, a picture of me and my grandma on the shelf. That's awesome. But you you find out a bunch of time has passed and you figure out, oh, fuck, the plant didn't get watered for a day. They lost a leaf. They're slowly dying. So you're like, okay, now I need, now I know I can get a hold of this. I can, I can combat this. I got to just make sure to water the plant every day when I go do these activities. But as the game goes on, you get swamped with more and more and more activities. (laughs) And maybe we just throw out the casual thing of like, okay, you can definitely put more water in than the pot can handle. And maybe that'll help it get through the day. And then you kind of find out, oh, that works. But then it, your plant starts growing leaves again. You think you think it's working, but maybe that, like any good thing, too much of it can start to poison it. And then you just find out your plant starts to lose more and more life as you overwater it. So there's this terror of like, and maybe we do some sort of like, um, is this like an immersion simulator kind of like, what is what is presentable liberty? Is that like a, it's like, is that like an immersion sim or no? I guess it's an immersive sim. You are being immersed in the idea of being locked in a room all day. So, yeah, it is an immersive sim. So, what if we find out... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Okay, this, you can only play this game once. and it can, It's like playing Doki Doki Literature Club. It's only going to traumatize you once. What okay. if this whole... we You only are ever going to play this game once. This is a game that can be completed in an hour. And the game ends with your plant dying. Like, you see it, like, just you're trying to water it and you're trying to water it, but nothing's working. Nothing's working. Um, And maybe this isn't even, like, a thing that you can learn a pattern for. This plant is going to die. This This plant plant will die. This plant will die. This is a fucked up story. And you find, and then the moment your plant dies. Does your grandma die? Your you get a letter saying your grandma died. <laughs> and so like you get this double whammy, this sink you you take that sinking feeling and you fucking just throw it at somebody that was clearly trying to find a game to relax. This is like somebody booting up Stardew Valley and they found out all of the relationships they've made, everybody <laughs> forgot them. Like they're like 3 years into a Stardew Valley run and every relationship they've had up to this point, nobody remembers them. That, There's a shooting star and then everybody ugh, forgets who your player character yeah, was. Yeah, just that sinking feeling of like fucking hate this. That's that's the kind of mindfuckery I want to play with this video game. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. Let's put a pin in it. I'm okay. glad we got here. I'm I am imagining something like you were on the idea of like more and more things to do. I started to imagine like the persona idea of like meeting all sorts of friends that you're trying to build relationships with, and that's what gets in the way of you taking care of this stupid little uh, plant. And maybe maybe that's maybe that's the allegory of this story is that you hey, you might have these friendships that you want to hang out with and build with, but remember to check in on your grandma because you never know check when in she's on your grandma you never know plant. when she's gonna need water you know what i mean that water mm-hmm. the, the symbol of love and life it's deep and people <laughs> like that <laughs> that's what horror needs you know when when did fnaf ever get deep 
When did when did FNAF ever tell a deep, compelling story? I mean, it has, but who the fuck? I haven't read the books. The, I mean, the books are terrible. I've read one of them. I well, I read. Well, the game doesn't have a very deep and compelling story. So you'd what do you be mean? fucking surprised. Um, have you watched Matt Pat's like thirty episode long? Series. I make it a habit not to watch Matt. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> that's like the only thing sorry, I watch. Something about the idea of a guy that has a channel with like 20 writers marketing himself as like, I'm the one guy that does it all. It rubs me wrong. Hey, I hate to break it to you, but that's every fucking channel out there about uh, like of that we size do, and that. I, I do my best not to watch watch a lot of essays. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Like you know, you know how I know I can trust them when they don't release weekly, because like that's yeah. that's when you get like the Frederick nuts and be like, okay, this is one maybe two guys. Um, spending an exorbitant amount of time on one singular topic and then just open I don't have well. my content creator apologize for taking time to create <laughs> the thing three times in the video I don't trust it they must beg for forgiveness for me to try <laughs> <laughs> how many times did super eye patch wolf um uh, apologize during his Garfield video he doesn't apologize that often in the in the video itself. He does apologize for it on the podcast okay, that I listen to him on, though. Okay, that's fair. Frederick Nuts and Down the Rabbit Hole only apologizes on his Twitter and on YouTube community. So you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want me to give you a game or do you Give want... me one last game. Okay, one last game. And then we got to jump into modifiers. This one comes to us on Twitter from Mars, parentheses, zero out of three commission slot filled at Not Gay Theist. A Shadow the Hedgehog type game where you choose good. Good, bad, or neutral path, but the protagonist is a clown. Cu character customization, of course, and you have to choose whether you will go the path of scary clown or cool clown. Here's the trick question. All clowns lead to scary. There's no such thing as a, as a, as a not good clown or as a good clown. Um, so can we do some sort of game where... Okay, I'm trying to... Th actually, let me... Hmm... How much, how fondly do you remember Shadow the Hedgehog, the hit video game? Uh, I remember he has guns. <laughs> Can so I Shadow the Hedgehog had an interesting little thing where it was, it was a Sonic game at its core. You know, you just run from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Granted, you had guns now. Mm -hmm. But what Shadow the Hedgehog did was every level had a good end, a neutral end, and a bad end. Uh-huh. The way that you would get one of these is as you ran through the level, one of three NPCs would, or one of, one of two NPCs would reach out to you during the level. If you just ran from the beginning of the level to the end of the level, you would always end up with the neutral end because mm -hmm. it's just Shadow the Hedgehog going where he thinks he needs to go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, so it's just but like when you any... interact with the NPCs that you could pick up while running through the world, I think some of them might call you on your cool sh uh, Shadow the Hedgehog cell phone. They will be like, hey, Shadow the Hedgehogs. Can like the good guys will be like, hey, 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 could you run through this level for me and try to find five CDs? Mm -hmm. And if you find five CDs for them, they'll be like, awesome, that was the good end, thanks. Mm -hmm. Or the bad guys will come on and they'll be like, do me a favor, shoot everybody, kill everything on the map. Mm -hmm. ah! Okay. And if you do that, you do the bad ending, and you do the and you move one level towards oh, the bad. Oh, that's interesting. So you can so basically you can replay the level and do the thing the style that you want to pursue. 
Exactly. That's surprisingly uh, complicated did have a for second the masterpiece part of it, and I believe it had 56 multiple endings. What Let me double check fuck? how many endings what? Shadow the Hedgehog had. What? Okay, but was it like a Fallout 3 or a Fallout New Vegas style ending where it's like, okay, there's like three different endings, but it's during the ending they talk about like a bunch of little there things. There are 10 that be different endings in Shadow the okay, Hedgehog. Yeah, my 50, bad. 56 endings. 10, 10 endings sounds about right. Oh my god. Which one did um which one did uh snap uh uh god I was gonna say Snapchat, but I know that's not it. Snaps Cube. Which one did they they did they did an overdub of uh or they did a dub of Shadow, right? I have no idea. I've not checked that. If they uh, did, that sounds incredible. We need to message Marble. If they haven't done that, we need they need to get on that. Okay. So can we do some sort of game where you start off as a clown and then you kind of Choose. You can decide whether or not you're going to be clown, good clown, or bad. Yeah, good clown, what, bad clown. Okay, first of all, we need to decide this right now, right here. Do they eat kids? A yeah. bad clown is, of <laughs> course, a murder clown. Do they clown. eat bad kids? No, I mean, all clowns eat no, kids. No, shut that's, up, shut that's up. That's not all, bad, all clowns are bad clowns, because all, no. I need you to understand that there is one clown that is objectively very good and hilarious and awesome. Okay, which one? Because I'm Rodeo pro- clowns. Rodeo clowns? No, they're fucking, they're eating kids behind the tent. Like, that's... No, that's, they're not. Yet, uh, dude, all clowns eat to, eat to children eating. All clown, the rodeo all clowns, clowns are keeping us safe from all of the angry bulls that are trying to kill us. That's what they fucking want you to believe. But then they go behind the tent and guess what? Timothy, who's eating, chomping on a churro and having a good time, guess what? He's being eaten like he's a churro. All clowns lead this to This is horror. clown slander. Okay, no, this is not clown slander. This has been proven. This is scientifically proven. Ask anybody on the street. <laughs> fucking clowns eat children. It's not, it's true. But here's the thing that dictates a, quote, good clown from a bad clown. Are you eating good kids? Or are you eating bad kids? And that's our game, is figuring out. Okay, okay. stop. We can't do this because no. you're proposing the idea that Pennywise the It Clown is a neutral clown because he did also eat the bullies. Yes, so Pennywise the Clown is a complicated villain. Like, everybody likes to chalk <laughs> them up as the clown as is pure, a neutral is, clown. They are a neutral, chaotic villain. Like, because you're yeah. right. They did fucking eat a poor kid. They eat a lot of kids that were just minding their own business. They eat a lot of kids. It did eat, it did like eat a kid that did potentially kill their siblings. So, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. I like Pennywise. They're a complicated individual. With a, with a, <laughs> they live, they are the true gray of this universe. Okay, can you give me a good clown then? A clown that only eats bad kids. A clown that only eats bad kids. Um, what's, uh, I was... <laughs> Can I give you another bad clown? Because there's more of those. There are good ones. No, you cannot. The goal is to find a good clown Um, by your rules. Okay. um, Wasn't there like a good clown from Lazy Town? Like, uh, remember that one where the Lazy Town where it was like the- Can you confirm that he only ate bad kids? Lazy Town clown. There was a clown in that, right? There was a clown. It was- I God, that's a horror clown if I've ever fucking seen one. Ugh. No, I have Not to look fan. up Lazy Town Clown. Ch- Their name is Chompa Calabaza. They Chompa kids, dude. <laughs> Lazy Town Clown. Oh, this is a this clown sucks to look at. <laughs> okay, so I'm not insane. There was there was a fucking clown on. Wow, I think this is like one episode where. Did this exist in my brainscape for the longest time? Probably in my nightmares. This is who I scream about in my sleep. Um, 
Blake, we need to pick a nug. You want to talk about the ethics of good child eating versus bad child eating? You know what? I do want to dodge this one. <laughs> okay. So we have our game where you are. I think our it's- nug is going to be the, the the online battle arena that lasts up to a week where people have to pay to add more and more rules yes and what i and this works great into our patreon made of modifiers for those that don't know if you want to join up on our patreon for two bucks a month you can join us on discord where we do private get-togethers hang out talk video games and you can submit to our modifiers aj what what, what was our modifier, what was our, mo- this was a modifier. our modifier right now is unlockable characters Ooh, which is honestly perfect. a piece of perfect. video game that has been lost to time real i mean like I guess only Name Smash a good video game that now. you've played in the last five years that had unlockable characters. Smash had unlockable characters. I mean, anything beyond a fighting game, I can't tell you. Like, I do well, not Well, that's know. the thing. It's like most fighting games, they aren't unlockable. You get them over time when the video game updates and you pay for them. Yeah, that's true. That's not necessarily an unlockable character then, huh? I mean, like, wow. what is the most famous unlockable character now that I think about it? The most famous... Unlockable character. I feel, um, I feel like I'm gonna say there... that I think the most famous unlockable Might character Luigi. is Might just be Luigi. Luigi. Yeah, because like Luigi's a good one. Yeah, because Luigi, you couldn't play as them. What until if it's you the little like... dinosaur from Tekken 2 instead Tek... though? What? Tekken 2? Was what Tekken is... 2 the one that had the little dinosaur you could unlock? I have no idea who you're talking about. Tekken 2 little Dinosaur. This is good podcasting. <laughs> okay, 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 whatever. So that's our that's our Patreon modifier. I want to talk about maybe the framework of how we pick these modifiers is that these are either skin these are not skins that you pay to put on yourself. What if these are skins that you can unlock that you then force another player to carry? For that week before the world resets. Yes, again. you. Yes, because this feeds into the idea of like you can only add rules, and a lot of money is going to be spent on people adding rules to harass other people. Yes, things like yes. adding sound effects to their game, yes. things like adding skins to their rivals, person, building rivals, like dude. So that certain people will see all characters as mm-hmm. this submission from Gazer, okay. Gorfi, a horrible clone of Goofy. <laughs> you can force someone to look like a horrible goofy oh, clown because you paid the money for it. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. We're on to something here. So what if all of our brand deals were like you know like how Fortnite does the thing where it's like, well this this season we're bringing like, Spider-Man. I'm going to offer but, something bold to you. Okay, go ahead. There will be no brand deals in this video well game. no what I, you're right you're on to it what if every- because we aren't going to need the money no this isn't me just like trying to take a stance we won't need the money because i have something that's going to blow this up okay go ahead we accept currency baby this game is open to paying. You can pay for in-game currency. You can, you can pay, pay I mean, to yeah. add rules. Fuck it. Well, yeah, no. Like, I, I I, think that went without saying. It's like, of course you this can. This has a strict win to pay to win mechanic. <laughs> but you know what would be kind of cool, too? If I want to spend $200 to damn you to being just somebody that has to experience the Gorfi movie the Gorfie through your video game, <laughs> I will do it. 
Do the skins carry certain abilities? You don't like you no. and I are playing. No, they are just visual curses. Oh, no, AJ, AJ, AJ. Unless if, you pay for them to also have a have a thing. No, I want no ands, only and alsos. Okay, all. You remember? So you and I are playing Elden Ring right now, and there's that wonderful mechanic where if you let a lady hug you, she like takes a third of your health away. What uh, if she takes only five percent away, and also she increases your poise a shit ton? So check yourself. Wait, sh- th- really? That increased my poise? Fuck! I got rid of it. Yeah, that sucks. I sh- <laughs> I- <laughs> um. So what? It, but I'm thinking, what if it's stuff like that, where it's not like major decisions or major impacts, but it's like, okay, you got Gorfy. Guess what? Your um your mobility is down by five percent for this week. And maybe, oh, you can pay for people to have debuffs. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Every skin comes with a debuff. Yes, there are skins that come with debuffs. And the thing I was getting at is all of our brand deals, quote, 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 unquote, are like the off-brand versions of characters. So instead of Spider-Man, it's Spooderman. Instead of Sonic, it's Sanic. You know, and then it's just like they're really weirdly proportioned to design. I don't think I ever brought you down to Chinatown here in here in L.A., but there was this one store, one toy store I would love going to because everything in it was a knockoff toy. And I never bought anything, but it was just fascinating to look at because you would see like, okay, here's all of the Simpsons characters with slightly different names and slightly different proportions. And yes. it was just so off-putting. And I'm like, how the fuck did this get made? And how did this get here? Who came up with this toy? Who packaged this toy? It's just very, it's just very engaging to me. So if we do something like that, one, we can get around all of the copyright rules, and we could just have yeah, parody, 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 totally, totally have Spider Man in our game. <laughs> Actually, Spider Man, wait, wait, that's and he's another. really fast. But no, if you. <laughs> If you put the Spooderman curse on somebody, they just stick to everything. So, like, anything they touch, <laughs> they, they start dragging with them, and they basically just devolve into a Katamari Damacy Bowl. And that's, that's okay, we're on to something here. What if, so you pay to put this skin on somebody. That skin then carries with it some sort of quest that you can do to get the curse lifted and get some sort of buffs out of it that then contribute to your overall income or your overall. I love this because income. we've created a battle arena that has all sorts of weird little quests like what yeah. Fortnite. And you're gener- now. and you're generating your own narrative. And I think that's super important for a video game. Like like you and I are playing Elden Ring, and the joy of it, I think, for both of us is like, hey, we're what's the narrative of our character? What's the narrative we are finding? And what are the the little stories we are going to take ourselves on. It's like, hey, I see that thing off in the distance. My tale for today is me going off and finding out what that is. And our version of this game is, oh, fuck, I look like Goofy. I look like Gorfy. I'm a knockoff <laughs> Goofy. I need to get this curse off me. Where does this curse? Like, then you find out. It's like, oh, I need to go to the skate park and do 50 ollies or fi- get a, get a, 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 a <laughs> it just turns but into But the rules Hawk have been randomly game. generated. So yeah. if I do a skateboard trick, I die. That's oh, in the rules. So they got scrambled like that. Oh my God. It's just unpredictable nature. Oh God. There's like a, there's like a, and like, I love that because each server is going to be its own unique Every server has its own weird scrambled rules. Yeah. This is. The controls will likely always be the same unless Uh somebody pays for the controls to be worse. What is, okay. And I, are we on the same page that this is one of those games that just has a bunch of different, like mechanics in it like there's sections that can be fps's there's sections that can be parkour there's sections that can yeah be yeah, yeah. The, the general rule that i want to create open. is that it is a third person game and on that we have the backbones for literally anything it's okay. a real grand theft auto city okay 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 i think what are we going to call this thing 
And what I the- have two working titles. Would you like to hear them both? Yes, I would love to hear them both. So, pay to win, which seems a little bit boring and a little bit ham-fisted and on the nose. Uh-huh. But the one that I like a lot is Chump Change. Chump Change? Okay. That's bi- that's bitching. I like that. I like that. Can I pitch you one, but I think yours is really strong? Yeah, hit me with what you got. I, I accidentally said collage because it's like the, each each server well, is going to become – That's not a money word. Well, no, no. I was going it, it, to – that's part of it because like, I okay. think each server is going to be its own collage mess of chaos. What if we called the game Chaos Collage? Um, it's a little bit artsy, but I think yours. You're is- right. Chump change was better. Yeah. Ch- <laughs> hey, at least I said you should have trusted your gut on that one. You're, you're right. You're right. Hey, you know what? I like to think this is a safe space where you and I can exchange ideas that are. No, you're right. Like you. you no, who's to say? Like you could have knocked it out of the park. You would never know unless you took the swing. So like I respect that. Game recognized game. Chump change. All right, that's it. Chump, dude. Chump change. That's a fun. That's a video. That's game. a video game. That's a fun game. You know, there are weeks like this where I'm like, you know, we're coming up on uh, one thing I do. Actually, I'll, I'll discuss them in patch notes. We'll see you we'll Let's see go you to there. patch notes then. Hey, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. Um, the one thing I want to discuss um, that's really exciting to AJ and I is by the time you have listened to this episode, AJ and I and Spiritual Successor, and with your guys' lovely help, we've reached 100,000 listens. In oh. fact, you right now listening to this, dear listener, are the hundred thousand <laughs> listener? And you. there's literally no way Blake and I can disprove this. I'm, this is true. You're the hundred thousand listener. Thank you so much. We've yeah. hit one hundred thousand total downloads on this podcast, That's and that is fuck insane. A hundred. That is so many. One hundred and thirty-two episodes, and like t- coming up on three. Actually, I think we just got to three years. Wait, hold on, AJ. It's March, right? Yeah. Wait a second. Hold on. We're coming up. We're literally coming up on our anniversary. Wait a second. Hold on. I think our anniversary is tomorrow. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me look at podcasts really quick. Fact check this. Yeah. yeah fact no. check this. No. We, th- no. This could There's not- no way the universe lined up like No. That, there's right? no way the universe could have lined up like this. Okay. Bill and Ted's Corrective Adventure came out. Oh, my God. We're six days away. So, like, li- <laughs> liter- literally next Sunday. Um, before the next episode, we have will will have reached a hundred. That wow, which wow. means again, That's you incredible. dear listener could be our hundred thousandth listener. Wow. Thank you so much Thank for you all so of your much. support. Like this has been this has been a wild adventure, and you know I won't I will be I I won't lie to you. A hundred and thirty something episodes. It's like part of me is like, oh man, when are we gonna run out of? It's a lot of episodes. When are we? When is when is when is that it? When are, when are AJ and I not funny anymore? But you know what? I walking out of this episode, it reminds me that's like, nope. There's still so much fun to be had um, with my best friend here, and I'm so happy people are. And still there's listening. so many more jokes that the listeners have for us to yes. ride forever. Yes. Yeah, Thank you I all mean, so much. Fucking AJ and I are not funny when we're not you know audience supported. Like I've talked to AJ in real life. He's heard me tell jokes in real life. I'm not funny. Not funny. He's without, way funnier with the podcast. I'm not funny without Gazer. I'm not funny without Philip. I'm not funny without um, uh, Andrew Willoughby. Keep digging. Go on. <laughs> hey, bud. We have a lot more Twitter followers. You're gonna have to keep listening. <laughs> no, I, I I think I will thank them before I go to sleep tonight. Uh, but until then, 
We will see yeah, you say your prayers time. every night to all of the Twitter followers. Every <laughs> night, I make sure I read through. <laughs> that's what I do. Like I just stare at my phone. Actually, that's a good way to go to sleep. Now that I think about that it, that is not a good way to go to sleep. No, Don't no, make that part no, of your no, daily no, 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 ritual. No, 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 no. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. So it's like, what is the recommendation when you're having trouble going to sleep? You count, right? Or you think about something and you just go, you count backwards, or you you do the alphabet backwards, and by the time you count down or whatever, your brain will have slowed down enough to go to sleep so if i we have like 400 followers on twitter if you want to add to that please check us out on twitter where i'll be like good night no surprises good night sab sab maseus good night eden of the barbie that's me falling asleep if you can that's you falling asleep right now it's working actually i can feel it all right as always our intro and outro is cheap shop by anamanaguchi an excellent song from an excellent band from an excellent game I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.